the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'd like to welcome you to the program. I'm so glad you could join us tonight. We are a live program here at 12 a.m. Here we are. It's our first uh, broadcast of the last month. Wow, we have flown through this year. I hope it's been a good year for you. I pray the Lord's blessing upon each and every one of you, and I just want to take the moment right now to just open the program in prayer. So would you join me in prayer and just seeking God for who he is and all he is and all that he does. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you and we praise you for you are worthy of all praise, glory, and honor. And we just want to honor you tonight, Lord. Thank you for for getting us through this past these past 11 months, Lord. And we look forward to what you're going to do for the rest of the month and into the new year. Lord, we want to be hopeful, thankful, grateful, and just looking forward to all that you desire to do. For you are the one who plans everything out and brings everything to accomplishment. Lord, you're worthy to receive glory. Holy Spirit, take over this next hour. Bless each and every listener, each and every caller, Lord. And let there be, Father, the outpouring of your spirit, the outpouring of your power, your grace to heal, to to do all that you desire to do, Lord. There's much that needs to be done, Lord, and we depend on you for it all. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour taking your calls, praying for your prayer requests, answering questions, whatever is on your mind tonight, whatever is on your heart tonight, whatever needs a change. We know a God who is able to change, who is able to do amazing and, and and miraculous things happen when God is in control. And God is always in control. But is he in control of your life right now? Have you given him control of your life? Is he at the center of your life? Well, he calls us to make him the center of our life, that he would be the one who, who's, who, does, who does it all, that we depend on to do everything. So, If you need something, if there's something in your life that you need the Lord to make a change in, I invite you to call us, 888-995-5552. The live on your number to call in for prayer is 1-888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. The encouragement that the Lord gives us is really incredible. For prayer, when he tells us to come and pray, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven tells us this: For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. So we know that God's word is true. As Christians, we believe and we know and we take by faith. Faith 
not only in our hearts, but faith in evidence. I mean, we've seen God do miraculous things. So if you need prayer, if you need God to do something, to make a change, to, 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 to just pour out his spirit of healing or restoration or, or, or to break the chains of addiction, whatever is in your life that you need God to make a change about, you know, if you know someone who needs a change, if you know someone who needs healing, call them tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer. And how about your questions? Do you have a question concerning the Bible, concerning Christianity, concerning world religions, the cults, the occult? Maybe you heard something uh, on the radio this week. Maybe you read something in the Bible. Maybe there was a sermon or something that you listened to or heard in church. Maybe there's just something that you're wondering about. You know, right now we are, you know, in such tumultuous times with this new variant, with this with COVID and the new variant and there's just so much going on that we're wondering about everybody's wondering about so if you have a question that you need an answer to let's look for the answer to your question in the Bible the number is 888-995-5552 we're going to get to our phone calls in just a minute and Simon uh, I think I'm going to take Simon's call right now and then we'll do some more announcements because I, I'm just, this, this might be really really interesting Hey, Simon, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Yeah, um, um, good uh, morning. Thanks for having me on the show. And I uh, just want to, first of all, really encourage you. And uh, I've been listening in to your show probably for the last three or five weeks from New Zealand. So I'm listening on the Internet. So you're actually listening on the Internet from New Zealand. That is incredible. That is awesome. Yes. So I'm in Christchurch, which is on the South Island. It's just after 9 o'clock at night on a Sunday evening. And... But, yeah, just wanted to really encourage you to send because it's a great show that you're doing on KKLA, and uh, I really enjoy listening in there. So I thought I'd just find up and give a little bit of prayer from the right ear. Probably about six or seven months ago, it's, um, the hearing deteriorated in my right ear, and so I've been to a doctor, and it looks like it's missing. So I just thought I'd find up and give a little bit of prayer. And certainly, and believing mm. that uh, Jesus can do a marvelous healing in my life. Amen. Amen. Well, Father, we come before you, Lord. And though many, many kilometers uh, of distance, Lord, separate Simon from from us here in the U.S., we are so close, Lord, in prayer. We are so close, Lord. We are together in Christ. We are united. Though, though distant in, in, in miles or kilometers, we are united in Christ. We are brothers in Christ. We are fellow believers in a God who who transcends distance. You know, you're, you're here with us in, in, in Los Angeles, and you're with Simon in New Zealand right now, Lord. And I know, Father, that you're hearing this prayer because this prayer is offered up in faith, knowing that you're able and abundant to, to do a, a beyond what we ask. You're the God who heals all of our sicknesses and diseases, Lord. And I just pray your abundant power upon Simon right now to heal him totally and completely, Father, from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord, that he would experience the touch of a mighty and awesome God who, like I said, does abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask. Lord, we just reach up to touch the hem of your garment right now in prayer, asking that you would release your power upon Simon and heal him totally and completely. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you for praying, and thank you for the other listeners that are praying as well. And um, keep up the good work, and uh, I'm sure that you have, uh, and your listeners will have a fantastic Christmas. Thank you, Simon. You have a great, a wonderful, and Merry Christmas also. God bless. You, you take care, and I will call back in the future at some stage. We'll be looking forward to hear from you. God bless. Now, isn't that amazing? Simon is listening in New Zealand at 9 o'clock in the evening on a Sunday evening, and he's listening on the Internet. That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We're here live to take your calls. We're not just taking calls from New Zealand. Uh, we're taking calls from everybody. Whoever wants to call in tonight for prayer, call in for prayer. I just read Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. 
God's plan for you is to do good for you. He's, his plan is to, to give you hope for the future. And how, how much more do we need hope for the future in these times of coronavirus and the new variant? We need hope. We need to, have, to, to, to latch on to the hope of Jesus Christ to know that he is still on the throne. His, you know, God is still on the throne. Jesus is sitting at his right hand. They're in control of the universe. They're in control of our lives. They have our best interest at heart. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, call in the numbers 888-995-5552. Uh, that goes also for your questions. If you have a question about the Bible, Christianity, whatever, call in tonight. Uh, Daryl will get to your question uh, in just a few minutes here. Uh, I want to remind you that today is Sunday. Be in church. You know, be in church. Get, in your, get into your father's house. And I, I don't mean just to get into church. Get into his presence. Come to church seeking God seeking his presence, seeking to just offer up a, a, a sacrifice of worship to him. You know, wherever you go, wherever church you support, be make sure that you're in church today. God is waiting for you. He desires you to come into his presence. He desires to share his presence with you, to share his blessing with you. You know, we go to church not to, to receive, but to give, to give our worship, to get into to God's presence and just to to offer up all of our prayers, all of our worship, to to honor him. So make sure you're supporting your church. Make sure you're in the Lord's house today. Uh, if you're looking for a church, you can call in tonight, and we'll uh, try and help you find a church in your area. Or if you're in the Pasadena, Arcadia area, you can come visit uh, the Hills Arcadia Church at 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in Arcadia. Pastor Walter Hoplin is the pastor there, and that's where we'll be Sunday mornings. Also, uh, we're looking forward to January the 7th. I'll be doing a lecture series on apologetics, so uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll give out more information on that as the time gets closer. But January 7th, which is a Friday, <clears throat> we'll be starting at 8, 8 o'clock in the evening. So if you'd like to come out and join us for our lecture series starting January the 7th on apologetics, knowing not only what you believe, but why you believe it and being able to share uh, your faith. Uh, apologetics is essential to all Christians who want to share their faith. You need to be able to defend uh, Christianity, uh, defend, uh, answer questions, when people ask you questions about uh, the Bible, about Christianity, you know, we want to be able to, to know. One of some of our subjects will be, is the Bible the real, true Word of God? Is it without error? Uh, what's the doctrine of the Trinity? Uh, how do we prove the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Uh, there'll, there'll, be, uh, uh, there'll be other subjects that we're going to be dealing with. Uh, but uh, we'll be announcing those as we get closer. But put that on your calendar. January the 7th, Friday, January Friday, January the 7th, 8 p.m. Uh, at, uh, in Arcadia at the Hills Church, 805 North 1st Avenue. Uh, we got that done. Let's pray for some people. Uh, we want to pray for Jeremy, <clears throat> who's hopefully going to be finishing up his chemotherapy this month. We want to pray for Ricky Midlow for healing. Uh, Ricky's having some uh, heart issues. We also want to pray for Steve Clark, who's recovering from um, angio, uh, an angiogram and the a stint. We also want to pray for the Nicholas and the Mitchell family, for God's peace and grace and mercy. We want to pray for Dennis. Uh, Dennis is in a dire situation and needs a miracle. We want to pray for Mimi, for Seth, Valerie, and Kylie, and also Jeremiah. So, Father, we come before you, Lord seeking and desiring your perfect will, your desire, Lord. Your grace and your mercy is, is all that we need, Lord. It's, 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 it's more than we need because your grace and your mercy, Lord, gives life, gives healing. Isaiah said that you came and healed all of our transgressions, all of our sicknesses and diseases, Lord. You, you, you bore them on your body. So I thank you, Lord. And I pray for Jeremy, Lord, your healing. I pray for Ricky, for Steve Clark, for the Nicholas and Mitchell family, Lord. I pray for, for Dennis, Lord, that you would make the miracle in his life that he needs so desperately, Lord. I pray your healing upon him, Lord, your grace and your mercy. I pray for Mimi 
all of her needs. I pray for Seth, for salvation, for Valerie and Kylie. And I pray for Jeremiah, Lord, and his mom, and all of their needs. In Jesus' name we pray, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, it looks like we've got almost a full board, but you can still call in. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for your prayer requests, Bible questions, call in. Uh, We've got 45 minutes left in the program, uh, and I was just blown away by a caller who, who called all the way from New Zealand who's listening on the Internet. And that reminds me, you can tell your family, tell your friends anywhere in the world that they can listen to us live at kkla.com. Just go to kkla.com and press the Listen Live uh, uh, button right there. Click on Listen Live, and you can listen to us uh, whenever we're on the air. <coughs> Excuse me. And you can also listen to our podcast. Just go to kkla.com and then look for the podcast page. And um, all of our shows are recorded and uh, archived in the podcast page. And they can listen anytime they want. So if you missed the program or want to catch up, you just go to the podcast page. Amen. Let's go to our first caller. And we're going to talk to Mike. Hi, Mike. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Sam. It's always good to hear your voice again. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I hope, you know, it's something I, I forgot to to do is just to wish everybody, I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, this is our first broadcast since Thanksgiving. I was off last week uh, for the holiday, and I hope you had a good Thanksgiving, and I hope all of our listeners had a good Thanksgiving, and everybody get ready for Christmas now. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sam, I just want to say, uh, if you thank the Lord for giving me my time with my mom again, she's been back home for like seven weeks now since she was last released from the hospital. And maybe you could just uh, ask him to give me some more time with her again. Oh, Father, we come before you, Lord. And we thank you, Lord. You're the God of time. You created time, Lord. But you're in eternity. And I know that time doesn't matter to you, but it does to us, Lord. And we thank you for every moment we have here of being with our parents, being with our family, Lord. And we just want to offer up a, 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 a prayer of thanks, Lord, for, for, for Mike and his mom and the time that you've give, you give them together, Lord, that you've kept her out of the hospital all this time. And I pray, Lord, that, that you would keep her out of the hospital, keep her home, Lord, and let them enjoy these hol- this holiday season together, Lord, in health and in joy and in peace. Lord, I just pray your abundant blessing upon Mike and his mom. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Thanks again, Sam. God bless you, my friend. You too. Talk to you later. And like I said, I hope everybody had a a, a happy, joyful, thankful Thanksgiving. And now we're getting ready for the Christmas season. So uh, if you have a question about Christmas or you have a question about uh, holiday customs or traditions, uh, the Christmas tree, Santa Claus, whatever, uh, we want to talk about Christmas. And uh, we want to make sure that Jesus is at the center you know, the world has worked very hard to take Jesus out of Christmas, uh, to eliminate religion, to eliminate faith from Christmas and secularize and commercialize Christmas uh, so uh, strongly. But uh, we want to keep Jesus where he belongs, at the center of Christmas. He is the Christ of Christmas. And that he's the true, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a slang term, but man, Jesus is the reason for the season. Without Jesus, we, there would be no Christmas. Without Jesus, there would be no celebration on December the 25th. Uh, without Jesus, we wouldn't have what we have today in our holiday season. Jesus is the Christ of Christmas. So let's do our best to keep him, to exalt him during this time. Let's go back to our phone lines and uh, let's see who we're going to talk to. Let's talk to Darnell. Hey, Darnell, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, may Christ bless you, Pastor Sam. Thank you, Darnell. God bless you, my friend. Hey, just have a question and a quick prayer request. Um, You know, I realize Ruth was a a great woman of God. I mean, there's a book in the Bible named after her, Mm -hmm. but... um, I was watching this movie, and um, they portrayed her before she married Boaz as being a, 
a pagan priestess. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Uh, well, it's not known for sure. Uh, she was a Midianite, and it's you know I know the 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 the, the uh, I'm sorry she was a, 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 a she was a Moabite Moabite a Moabite, yeah. and uh, she married uh, one of Ruth's sons. I don't think that an Israelite would have married uh, a, a pagan priestess. You know, I think that's something that they that they used. Uh, that, you know, what can I say, uh, uh, used for the movie, uh, just to make it more interesting. But I think, uh, I don't think Ruth was, I don't think it's, it's mentioned in the Bible that she was uh, a Moabite priestess. She was a Moabite, and she married into Ruth's family, but uh, I don't think that's part of the story. Oh, okay, I'm glad to hear that. Um all right. Well, my um, prayer request is just for that um, high school in Oxford, Michigan, for uh, the shooting took place. We want to pray for the for the people in Michigan where the shooting took place. Is that what you want to pray about? Yeah, I guess some kids got killed. And, yes, you know, this yes. Week. Well, Father, we pray for the families of those people, those children, Lord, those young people who were shot and killed. We pray for their families. Lord, we pray that your peace and your mercy would be upon them, Lord. And Father, that you would just, just overshadow them, just encompass them, Lord, with your love and your grace. You said that you would, you would, you would be the blessing of those who mourn. Blessed are those who mourn. And I pray, Lord, that you would be their blessing, that you would be their peace and their grace and their mercy. That you would, that you would just reveal yourself to them, Lord. If they, if they're Christians and they know you, that you would just reveal yourself more to them. And if they haven't come to faith, Lord. Father, that you just touched them with the grace and the mercy of your gospel and that they would come to the saving faith of knowing who Jesus is. So I just pray, Lord, for these people in Michigan who lost their loved ones, Lord. I just pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you would be there for them. Amen. Amen. Uh, Merry Christmas, Pastor Sam. God bless you. God bless you, Darnell. You have a Merry Christmas also. God bless. Thank you. Well, let's go back to our phone lines and let's talk to... Let's talk to Isaac. Hi, Isaac. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Sam. Uh, God bless you, man. Thank you. Yeah, um, I have a question. Um, Why do you think um, sometimes in history there are more uh, instances of, uh, I guess, like mass healings and like people falling under like the presence of God? Like I've heard of stories of like Azusa Street uh-huh. and of uh, like uh, like the Second Great Awakening where people were shaking and right. like and they were repenting and and clean, coming clean of their sins and right. it was very holy. Um, but what do you what do you think is the reason why those things like uh, I guess like carry or like they don't last? Well, it's called the dispensation. You know, there are dispen- dis- dispensations of. Uh, God moving, like in the Great Awakening. Uh, I forget his name, Jonathan, the evangelist, uh, back in the Great Awakening. Jonathan Edwards, uh, the Great Awakening in the 1700s. People were being saved, they were being healed, and whenever there is a move of God, whenever there is a, a revival, we will see miracles, because miracles are what prove that what's being you know uh, the move of God. I mean, think about Jesus. Jesus. Why did Jesus perform miracles? Jesus performed miracles because it was a witness, a testimony to what God was doing, uh, and that's why wow. you see great miracles. Azusa Street, same thing. Uh, there was a great uh, a great movement, a great revival. Uh, it, it, it you know churches were born out of the Azusa Street revival. I think of the. Uh, uh, Assembly, yeah. Assemblies of God Church, and possibly the Four Square Church, where these, these churches were born. Pentecostal, Charismatic churches were born out of the Azusa wow. Street revival, and there were healings because uh, they signify that this is the movement of God. Now, are there false healings? Sure, there's false healings here. There's false movements, but this was a great move of God, you know. And I think of, uh, you know, there's always resistance. There's always the enemy always tries to, to 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 block things and resist things. I think of when Jesus was on the earth. You know, why do we have 
uh, 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 why do we have so many instances of uh, uh, demon possession? Uh, Because because Satan saw Jesus being born on the earth and he got to work. You know, there's, there's, there's always that opposition to a great revival or a great move of God. But what we can be sure of is uh, when we see God creating true miracles, you know, we know that that's there to, uh, as a testimony to, uh, to show that what's happening is of the Lord. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. Satan cannot create a miracle. You know, Satan. Mm. Satan uh, is the great uh, falsifier. He's the great. Mm. You know, he tries to duplicate what God does, but he cannot do what God does. If there's a true miracle, yeah. it's of God, and that's uh, uh, something that we see as a witness or as a testimony to prove that uh, God is at work. And it's called a dispensation. There are times. Uh, and dispensations, uh, uh, when God dispenses, that's why it's called a dispensation, uh, there's an outpouring of his spirit, an outpouring of his work, and there are these times uh, that are for uh, 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 an amount of time, and, and, and then we see, we see them come to pass, but there are time, you know, they're, they're done so that we know that God is at work. You know, God is still alive, and he's still on the throne, and he's still, he's still king and master of the universe. So does that answer your question, Isaac? Yeah, I I love that. I love that, and I'm I'm praying for another one. Oh, there will be a great another great awakening or a great. Re- I want one. Oh yeah, yeah. The Lord, the, like the Lord is the Lord is working. I'm ready for one. Yeah, I feel like so many people are hurting, and the world needs Jesus. I just want. Can we pray? Yes. Can you pray? For, I want to pray for revival. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are still on the throne. We thank you, Lord, that you reign and Christ is at your right hand and the Holy Spirit is at work on this earth. We thank you, Lord, and we know, Father, that you have much more to do. We know, Lord, that there is much more work to be done in the world because we see the world in its condition right now, Lord. Lord, I thank you for for hope. I thank you for the hope that we have in Christ. I thank you for the hope that we have in the work of the Holy Spirit and what you're doing, Lord. And I pray for that next move, Lord of the Holy Spirit, that there would be another great revival before the coming of Christ, before the rapture, Lord. I pray, Lord, that your Holy mm-hmm. Spirit would move upon many hearts and that there would be much more addition to your kingdom, that the that, that, that true, true Christians, Lord, born-again Christians would rise up and preach your gospel and share your word and stand for holiness, stand for holiness and righteousness, Lord, and that we would speak out against immorality, Lord, and the things that we know are against your your statutes and your ordinances. Lord, I pray that we would be bold, but that we would be kind. Lord, that we would be respectful, but that we would be truthful, Lord, as to what your word really says. And I pray for that, because that's when the revival begins, Lord. Revival doesn't begin by shouting and, and yelling and screaming. Revival starts on our knees. So we bend our knee, Lord, and we ask and we seek and we repent from 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 from, from the wickedness of this world, Lord. Lord, we repent. Let revival begin with repentance. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm. Amen. God bless bless you, Isaac. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Jeremiah. Oh, hi, Sammy. How are you doing? Doing okay. You need to turn off whatever you're listening to, Jeremiah. I'll turn off the radio, okay? Oh, hi, don't bother me. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to ask you some questions, okay? Okay. I talked to my pastor. I asked him, you know, when my wife is coming, because God does speak to us in different ways. But I know he's lying. He's not telling the truth, you know. He's saying this, you know, if you don't go to church, you could hinder the blessings. Now, now do you believe that? If you if you stop going to church, could you hinder the blessings of God? Well, the Bible tells us, to uh, not forsake the assembling together, that we shouldn't forsake church or, or forsake the com- coming together. Um, and there is blessings when we come to church. Uh, you know, we as we come to give, we also receive. Uh, that's not why we come to church, but it's uh, it's something that happens when we do come to church. 
Uh-huh. But I, I believe that God's uh, word, I mean, God's plan will happen uh, not because we, we, we do something, but in spite of what we do. You know, God is the God of grace and mercy. And um, I just want to encourage everyone to be in church. Uh, but I'm not going to say that, you, you know, uh, you hinder God by not going to church. I mean, uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't not go to church. It's part of our life. It's part of our, our Christian faith, you know. But uh, I wouldn't go as far as to say that you're going to uh, lose your blessing if you miss a church service. So you won't lose your blessing, right? I said I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that you'd lose your blessing if you miss a church service. If you stop going to church totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, that, that, that you're going against God's word. You're going against his his what he's saying. Okay, but let me ask you a question, okay, real quick, okay? What about what about if I don't want to go to the church? I want what about if I don't want to go to that church and I want to go to a different church? If I go to a different church, that'll be okay, right? You know, yeah. I mean, if you go, if if there's something, if you find, if there's a reason, a biblical reason, you don't want to go to that particular church. You know, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't stop going to the churches because you didn't like something that the pastor said. If it was unbiblical, or if it goes against, if his, if there's a doctrinal problem, yeah, I would say uh, leave that church. But uh, there has to be a, a good reason to leave the church. Well, well, this is the reason he says this. He says, the more I come to church and all that, he could call my wife in, and my wife could come quickly. Yeah, but hold mm-hmm. on one minute. It's not, it's not him doing it. It's God. Yeah, so it's, yeah. No, I don't, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that at all. You know, uh, you, 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 you have to stop looking for a word about when your wife is going to come and just believe that she will come eventually, that the Lord will do it on his time. Well, yeah, he already said to believe in his report. Let me ask you something. If God told you something, would you believe his report? Let me get your advice. No, if God told, you know, when God tells you something, you believe it. You know, God's not going to lie okay. to you. But most of the time oh, he no, speaks to us through his word. Lie, the book of Numbers says that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he's telling me, too, that other things is, uh, because I got to come to the church, and then he says I need a pastor, and then I, I need to be under a pastor. Now, let me ask you. Why Why would you need to be under a pastor? Because we have the great high priest, Jesus Christ. Well, because whenever, you know, every church has a pastor. And everyone who goes to that church is under that, under that pastor's authority. But ultimately, Jesus is the head of the church. You know, but Paul tells us that Jesus is the head of the church. But he's appointed pastors, apostles, teachers, preachers, evangelists, and so on. And we are, as a congregation, we are under that pastor, because he is the pastor of the church. Mm-hmm. But another thing, too, let me ask you. Okay, uh, I wanted to ask you something else. Uh, but what about, yeah, but you see, I want to go to a different church, and you see, and I told this guy, Joe, that, and then he says, why you want to go to a different church? He wants to hold me there. And then, you know, also, too, I know the Bible does say that, what a man robbed God, but why is... Why is some pastors say that? Why would a man rob God about the tithes and offering? Mm. I I don't know. I don't particularly. Uh, I don't tell people that they rob God. Uh, the Bible, you know, uh, in, in Malachi says, uh, "How if you rob God, you rob God in tithes and offerings," because they were keeping back the tithes and the offerings. But today we don't pay tithes; we give our tithes. So yes. here's the thing, and also Jeremiah. you don't agree with that either, right? About that, about him saying that the more I come to church, my wife will come. Well, no. first of all, first of all, you don't go to church to receive blessings. Yeah, you do, but you just don't go to church for that. You go to church to praise God, right. to testify, and to defeat the devil by the blood of the Lamb and by the power of our testimony. Right, right. And then you know it's all. You know, Jeremiah, if you if you, you know, find you know you sh- if you find another church that you that you're more comfortable in. You're under no compulsion, or you, you don't have to stay in one particular church. You know, you, if no, you find another that's, church... That's, that's, you see, the way he does, let me tell you something. This is the way the Garjo does. Like, if you don't come to me and listen to me and hear me preach, uh, God doesn't want to bless you, or like, God is not going to no. bring your wife. That's the way well, he that would be a red. That would be a red flag for me, Jeremiah. So I would think about... I know, that. and God already told me to go to a different church. Yeah. And also... Okay, but another thing I want to ask Quickly, you, Jeremiah. I have other um, callers, too, Jeremiah. Oh, yeah, and then I want to have you pray for me. But do you think, 
Okay, let me ask you, where does it say that in the Bible? You said anything you want from God, you have to be patient. You, could you give me the scripture for that? Uh, I, I, I don't know the exact scripture you're referring to, but... Uh, well, you know, like when you're waiting stuff for God, like when you're waiting for God to bless you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's you know the Bible says in in uh, uh, in Ephesians that uh, one of the, the part of the fruit of the spirit is patience. You know, it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And we are to be patient. Uh, Peter tells us that God is not slow in His promises, as some count slowness, uh, but He's given us all time. So you know, it's it's all through the Bible that we need to be patient and wait upon the Lord. Uh, you can Google or look up in a concordance, wait upon the Lord. The Bible tells us to wait upon the Lord. Uh, he will do it when he is uh, ready to uh, to bless you or to accomplish what he wants to do in your life. Jeremiah 29.11 tells us that he knows the plans that, uh, that he has for us. But we have to be faithful and uh, wait upon him, Jeremiah. So how can we pray for you tonight, Jeremiah? Yeah, I wanted you to pray for my wife to come soon, you know, for me to mm-hmm. find her and get to know her. Uh-huh. I wanted you to pray for me to get a place. Uh wanted you to pray. And then I'm looking for another car, too. I wanted you to pray for me to get a, a Honda or a different car, for me to get more finances. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, you know, this uh, for this month of December to be blessed and mm-hmm. just for God to bring somebody in mm-hmm. my life because I don't want to be alone anymore. I'll yes. even take somebody with kids, you know. Well, Lord, it doesn't I... matter as long as she believes in God. Well, Lord, we pray for Jeremiah, Lord, for his life and his wife that you would bring her forth, Lord, and that they would, that, that you would bring her into his life and that they would live according to your desire and your will for them, Lord, that you would make it happen soon, Lord. I pray for uh, a place to live. I pray, pray for a car, for all the material needs of Jeremiah's life, for his finances, Lord, and all his needs. We pray that you would have your way in his life, Lord, and that you would direct him to the church that you want him to be in, Lord, that all of your desire would be accomplished in his life in jesus name amen jesus name amen and amen okay. thank you sammy god bless you god bless you are Jeremiah. you guys going to be on our new year's day too saturday or no new year's day uh i'll probably I'll, well i haven't decided yet i know we're not going to be here christmas day but uh we'll see well i'll announce that later and then another thing i wanted to ask you real quick and then i'll let you go I asked him, too, because he studies all the names of God, and he knows a lot of Hebrew names. And he says, if I want Hebrew names, I have to come to church. And you see, I don't feel right doing that. I I just don't want to go to church just to get the names Mm. of God. And then he says, if I want to learn anything from his ministry, but me staying away from church, uh, and then after that, I'm on my own. Mm. Now, let me ask you something. Do you think that's right, what he's doing to me, like, you know, he's trying to force me to come to church. Well, no, a pastor that, should a pastor should God. never force anybody or put conditions on anybody coming to church or receiving uh, instruction. And if you want to look up the Hebrew names of God, you can find a you know go to your local bookstore, your local Christian bookstore, uh, or look up on Amazon, or you can even just Google the Hebrew names of God, and it, you, it's all available. You don't have to go to. A, okay, thank you, sir. Okay, well, God bless you. God I bless. want to say thank you for praying for me, and when and when I get a chance, I am going to sow in your ministry, and hopefully, I want to sow a big harvest in your ministry. Well, you know, I want your ministry to be blessed. Oh God bless and you, I pray, you know, I, and I also pray in the name of God, His ministry would last to the, you know, I mean, to the return of our Lord and Savior Amen. Yeshua Hamashiach, because this ministry is very blessed right now. Matter of fact, let me pray for you real quick, well, and then after that. Father God, I pray right now for this ministry. Bless Sammy and JC. I thank you for the Gypsy Christian Hour. I give you praise and honor and glory tonight. And Father, I ask you to bring in all the finances for Sammy and support this ministry, Father, by the power of Ruha Kadesh. In the name of Jehovah Elohim, Edonai Yahweh, Shalom, Sid Kunu, Nisi. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you, Jeremiah. God bless. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and if you'd like to call in, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for your Bible questions, for your prayer requests. We will get to them all before we get off the air. But I wanted to mention something tonight, something interesting. You know, um, this week uh, I had the uh, the opportunity 
to uh, take in a couple of uh, theatrical plays. You know, theater is back in L.A., and we're happy for that. And I just wanted to mention uh, these these two particular plays. There was one called The Band's Visit. And it was interesting because it was an Egyptian band invited to play in Israel. And they go to the to the wrong city. And they get stuck in that city overnight. And they have to depend on the hospitality of the Israelites of that city. Uh, and it was very interesting uh, there's uh, Egyptian music, there's Israeli music, there is uh, uh, even a touch of Gershwin. Uh, so if you like the theater, uh, it's getting very good reviews in uh, in L.A. It's directly from uh, Broadway, and uh, part of the cast is the original Broadway cast. It's playing at the Dolby Theater now through the 19th of December. And if you get a chance... Go to uh, BroadwayLA.com uh, or Ticketmaster, and you can get your tickets for the band's visit. Uh, I would encourage you to get out and get into the theater again now that it's back in town. Also, um, more to the Christmas season, uh, we were able to go to the Amundsen Theater and see A Christmas Carol with Bradley Whitford. Uh, it's a little bit of a twist on The Christmas Carol, but very traditional to the original uh, Dickens story and uh, was really, really enjoyable. I thought the second act was amazing. Uh, so um, if you're looking for something to do over the Christmas holidays during this time of the year, uh, go see the band's visit in uh, at the Dolby Theater and also A Christmas Carol at the Amundsen Theater. Just go to Ticketmaster, uh, Broadway LA. You can find everything you need. Uh, to get tickets to these two uh, incredible shows. Um, if you missed the band's visit uh, while it's at the Dolby uh, next uh, next year in March, it'll be at the Segerstrom uh, Theater in Costa Mesa. So you'll have two chances to see the band's visit, and I would encourage you to support the this theater and support these uh, these. They're very family friendly uh, shows, and I think you'll enjoy them. I just wanted to mention that uh, as we as we move forward into the Christmas season, we're always looking for new things to do, and I would encourage you uh, to, to to get out and see these two shows, or one of them, whichever one you choose. Uh, look them up; they're getting good reviews, and I think you'll have a good time. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and my name is Sam Nicholas. I'm your host for the next. Uh, we're just under 20 minutes left in the program. I want to pray for David. David needs prayer for healing for his stomach. So, Father, I pray for David, Lord, that you would bless him and heal him, Lord, and that he would find the hope that he needs in you, that he would find the healing that he needs in you, that he would find all that he needs in Christ. Lord, bless him and heal him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, let's go back to our phone lines, and our next caller is... Mark. Hey, Mark, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Sam. How, How you, are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing uh, good. Thank you. Thank you for asking. And I'm glad to hear you're doing well, too. Thank you. I had uh, some prayer requests and then I have a, quest, a Bible question, too. Okay. My uh, prayer requests are um, for uh, my friend Vicky, who's having um, troubles um, since constipated can't you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, clean her bowels. So, um, you know, it's been like that for a few days. And uh, she's had problems like this for a while. So if you could pray for her, mm-hmm. for God to supernaturally, you know, get those peristalsis moving and clean her system yeah. out. And for my brother, Charlie, he's uh, in the hospital, and uh, he's uh, going to have uh, open-heart surgery, uh, major surgery, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, valve and um, uh, coronary organs. So, for him, I mean, I've talked to him. He's in good in good spirits. So I pray that you know he that he, you ask for his spirits to be kept. Uh, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I gave him the uh, I gave him Philippians four six and eight and eight to read. You know, um, at least I don't, he's not he's not saved. So, I, but I just wanted to hold, right. give him something. You know, to uh, to hold on to. So that. Um, and then it's also for uh, the church, our church, to have reconciliation and, and have love 
to love abound uh, in that church. Well, let's pray. Father, we come before you, Lord. We pray for Vicky, Lord, that you would supernaturally heal her, Lord, that you would give her the relief that she's in that she that she needs, Lord, that you would just cause all of her body to work and to function correctly, normally, the way you created her body to function, Lord, that you would just bless her and that she would just be healed in Jesus' name. I pray for Charlie, Lord, that you would not only encourage him, but heal him, Lord, through this surgery, and that he would know that it's your hand that healed him and not the surgeon's hand. Father, that he would receive his blessing and his healing through your power, Lord, and that he would understand, Lord, and know the healing power of Jesus Christ, not only for his body, but for his soul. Lord, that he would embrace Scripture, that he would embrace your word, and that he would embrace Jesus as his Lord and Savior, and that he would come to saving faith in Jesus' name. Lord, we also pray for this church that it would be reconciled, Lord, that whatever the situation, circumstance in this church, Lord, that you would be the head of this church, Lord, that you would lead this church and guide this church and fill this church with your power and with your Holy Spirit, all to be done to the glory of God in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, sir. God bless you, Mark. You have a great night. What's that? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Okay. I think it's in a, a Corinthians 11, when, 1 Corinthians 11, where uh, Paul is discussing about uh, a hair length for women and men and, um, and dressing um, modestly. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering, it's because uh, it does say something about men should not have long hair. Right. Uh, and uh, at church, it was also saying that you shouldn't men shouldn't have a beard. Mm. Uh, and I just so I'm having trouble reconciling that with him. In the biblical days, Jesus had long hair, and he had a beard. Right. Well, here's uh, the thing: uh, hair length, acceptable hair lengths, changes uh, over time and culture. Okay. Uh, the when 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 Paul says that men shouldn't have long hair, to us, their hair would have been long. If we would, if you was to see a first. Uh, a Christ, how can I say this? A first century man, his hair would be longer than ours, okay? And we would consider that he had long hair. He wasn't really talking about the length of the hair. He was talking about uh, that a man shouldn't look like a woman. Women had long hair. You understand what I'm saying? And men shouldn't have hair as long as women. So that they wouldn't, so there wouldn't be a, a, a gender identity problem. Men shouldn't try to look like women, and I think that's one of the things concerns that Paul had at the time. Men should be men, and women should be women. Men should dress as men, and, and women should dress as women, so that you know not to blur the gender identity. And look at it, look at it today. I mean, we are so gender blind; it's ridiculous. There's a there's a blur. I mean, just just look at the restroom signs. You know, you 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 don't know what's what what where you can go as a man or, or a woman or a woman can go somewhere as a man. It's crazy. The the society we have that we live in today, the culture we live in today, is a gender blurred uh, culture. Paul is talking against that. He's saying, let a man be a man and let a woman be a woman. Uh, whatever the culture length of hair for a man should be, keep to that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that does that kind of make sense? It does. Yeah, and, and that's, I, I believe that. What, what you said. I mean, that was my um, uh, belief of what was going on here. But um, I was a little bit confused in the, mm-hmm. in the teaching that I had. Yeah, he, he, uh, you know, he's not. So. Yeah, he's not. He's he's giving instruction on a more spiritual matter than than a cultural matter. You know, uh, really talking about hair length and, and things like that. But if the church says, "I want you to wear, uh, I want you to wear a beard or to have long hair for a man, like have a crop really short," um, and for women not to wear a dress, yeah, it should be down. Well, think about this. You know. This, you know Think about this. Paul says that women should dress modestly, not to cause men to lust. 
you know, women should not, you know, women should dress modestly. I mean, I mean, if I was to, I went to a restaurant, a, a, a friend of mine invited me to a restaurant uh, in Beverly Hills. And I went to this very, it's a very uh, in, in kind of place where it's a new kind of place or whatever. It's very hip and everybody knows this restaurant. Uh, but I went to this restaurant and I felt very out of place because the women were dressed very scantily. And this wasn't a place, and I told my friend, we really don't belong here. This is not a place, I don't feel comfortable here. I just felt my spirit grieved. I felt I felt out of place because this was a place where people were not dressing uh, modestly. I mean, these, these women, they, they, were, they were, I mean, it was terrible from a Christian point of view. And Paul is trying to keep that out of the church. He's saying, women, dress modestly, you know, dress conservatively, you know, don't, you know, uh, don't dress the way you're not supposed to dress as Christians, you know, and men, you know, men are the, men should be the same. I mean, we had this one guy, he used to come to church with his shirt open all the way down to his belly button. And, uh, you know, and our ushers told him, you know, hey, man, you you, you just close your shirt. You know, you need to dress more. You need to, to dress more modestly. You know, nobody wants to see your 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 your, your chest like that. You know, your you know, right. so, you know, it's just common sense as Christians. Yeah. You know, Paul is just saying have common sense, have common decency, dress modestly. Uh, whatever is modest for your culture, that's what you need to attain. Right. But for for a man, he doesn't have to wear a suit to church. Well, you know something? I've been in churches where people dress up with suit and ties, and I've been in churches where people come to sh- with shorts and sandals. Whatever is acceptable in your church, you know? You know, I've been to uh, Grace Community, John MacArthur's church, and predominantly men are dressed in suits and ties, and that's fine because that's the way they dress there. Uh, I've been to a church. I went to a church in Hawaii once, and people came with shorts and sandals. It's all about what's acceptable in your church, but it all has to be uh, uh, modest and modest. Uh, you know and, and and not showy. You know you don't want to be showy. You don't want to. You know there's no reason for that. You know we're, we're to be modest right. in all of our ways. Okay, Mark. So, I hope. So, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to ask one last question. Uh, so either we conform or we should not go to that church. Um, if they're not comfortable with, uh, I'm not talking about you know dressing you know like these physical open shirts and things like that. Uh-huh. But well, I don't think you know. I I don't think a church should tell you you can't have a beard or a mustache. Uh, I think that's, that's that's a little cultic, if you ask me. It's a little overbearing, you know, uh, trying to control your life. Or there are churches that says you can't wear short sleeves. Uh, that's the, like the United Pentecostals, and there are, or women can't wear makeup. I don't think that that's appropriate. I don't think that's biblical. You know, if it's biblical, then I would adhere to it. If it's unbiblical, get out of that church. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 okay, okay, Mark? Yeah, I appreciate your, your responding. Thank All you. right, God bless. God bless you. Uh, let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour, man. Hi, Sam. How you doing? Doing well. How you doing? Good, good. Um, I had a question. Um, I was looking at the, the Passion of the Christ earlier, uh-huh. and um, and I know Mel Gibson was the director, right? Right. And uh, I had a question. Uh, when Jesus was praying at the Garden of Gethsemane, and the apostles were asleep, he was on his knees praying, and there was, I don't know, was that the devil there tempting him? Well, in the movie, you know, Mel Gibson took some creative license. You know, the Bible doesn't say that the devil was yeah. there tempting him at the Garden of Gethsemane. Uh, he, the Bible tells us that he was praying to the Father, and that he was there was a lot of he was intensely praying, and he felt it's he felt so burdened that he that he sweat blood, uh, and mm-hmm. that's a, and that is a. Uh, uh, medically uh i mean that, that actually can happen and has happened 
to other people, besides, you know, with that kind of pressure, uh, you get, I forget the, the medical term for it, but there's a medical term for that, for that situation. But no, I don't believe, yeah. uh, you know, I believe Satan was, you know, the, in, in, in the gospel, when, when Satan mm-hmm. finished tempting Jesus, when Jesus defeated him in the, in the temptation, uh, it said that he left Jesus for a more opportune time. So I don't believe that, right. that, 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 that the devil ever stopped trying to tempt. Does he ever try and stop to tempt you? I mean, he never stops trying to tempt no, me. Tempta- temptation yeah. is always there, you know. But yeah. you know, but I, uh, I, the the Bible doesn't state that G- that Satan was there in the garden tempting Jesus. I think that's something that uh, Mel Gibson took some creative license with to make it more dramatic, to make it more interesting. Uh, there was some other scenes with Mary uh, and and the devil. Uh, mm-hmm. During his, uh, during his, uh, uh, where they were beating him, and his torture yeah. during his torture, and I think that was a lot of creative license, uh, you know, creative license too. Uh, so you know, you can't get your doctrine from a movie, whether it's uh, Charlton yeah. Heston and the Ten Commandments or uh, yeah. you know, any any anything. You know, you don't. We don't get our doctrine from from movies or theater or anything. We get our doctrine from the Bible. And that's where uh, our, our Bible is our all-sufficient authority uh, yeah. for doctrine and for, for, for life. Right. Okay. Right, because the part of the cross where he was walking and the cross, and he was right there following him. Yeah. He just kept staring at him, and, and, and uh, he had he was carrying somebody with him. I don't know if it was. It was like a uh, like a male little kid or something yeah. bald-headed. Yeah, I wouldn't, look at it I, wouldn't I wouldn't pay much attention to that. You know, enjoy the movie. It's a great movie. Uh, it's yeah. one of the best uh, renditions or the best rendition of the the the, uh, the 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 crucifixion that I've ever seen. It's difficult to watch uh, because of the the the, the brutality. And the uh, graphicness that it shows, but it's even it was, but his his crucifixion was even worse than that. Uh, It it was worse than than anything that can be depicted on film. So uh, I I encourage people to watch the movie, but don't get your doctrine from the movie. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. God bless. Well, we got time for one more call. Let's talk to Dilly. Hi, Dilly. You're on the you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. All right, God bless you, and uh, thank you for rightly dividing the Word of God. Thank you. Um, I, I know when you're born again, when you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit resides in you at that time. Okay. Now, how what, do do you have to again pray to be filled with the Spirit? Oh. Good question. When it's already inside you, I mean, Good question. something that you want to yeah. continually be aware of it. And, and to, well, uh, well, let me, I'm running out of time, Dilly. Let me assure you that the moment you become a Christian, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. You don't have to pray again to be filled with the Holy Spirit. The moment you receive Christ and you're saved, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. But I believe... In, 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 uh, as a uh, uh, Pentecostal, that you can also be baptized with the Spirit. And we see that in Acts, the second chapter. These were apostles, disciples, believers in Christ. Uh, they were already filled with the Holy Spirit, but then they were baptized with the Holy Spirit uh, on the day of Pentecost. And the evidence of them being baptized in the Holy Spirit was that they spoke in tongues. And that was like a second blessing and empowering for service that God gives believers uh, as a second blessing. And I believe we can pray for, uh, as we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we can also pray to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I would encourage you to do that. Um, I'm running out of time, Julie. I hope that answers your question. Uh, But as for this edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour, we're all done for tonight. Uh, I pray that God bless you this week. Don't forget to be in church. Don't forget to email me with your questions and your prayers at sammynla.kkla at gmail.com. With God's blessing, we'll be here next week. God bless you and good night.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.